Ladies and gentlemen, what is up? What is up? What is up? And welcome into Leading Off. I am the Welsh, Chris Welsh, joined by Casey Bubba. Just a smidge early. Just a smidge early, Bubba. We are doing the show if, as far as the live stream goes. If you guys hang out with us on the YouTube, which you should... You absolutely should. Uh, the Fantasy Pros MLB channel. Make sure you are following and you'll get notified whenever we go live. Why are we going early, Bubba? Because I'm going to be scooting off and hopefully not making Corbin Carroll uncomfortable, my favorite <laughs> player in MLB with the jersey on there, because I'm going to be going and securing the Corbin Carroll helmet for the home run contest and just hanging out for a little bit, Bubba. No big deal or anything. Yeah, no, no, no big deal. When you text me about this last week, I'm like, yeah, I guess I can I can change my schedule so you can go hang out with Corbin Carroll. So, yeah, yeah, we're all good there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, do I have an echo, Donnie? You hear an echo? Does anybody else hear echo? echo? I do not hear an echo. I also do not hear an echo, but uh, let me know if you guys are hearing anything weird, and I will probably just sit here with my hands out during a live show uh, that I don't think I can, but let's see. Maybe that's you, Donnie. I don't know if anybody else is doing that. Put on socks, Welsh. Don't scare him. Michael, that is actually so funny because I, if, if you I love sandals, I'm 100% putting on uh, socks in my very, very nice Nike shoes. So, because uh, I, I don't want to freak people out. I have freaky feet. I have huge feet. I have, I wear size 14, Bubba. So I have big feet and they're hey. just weird, weird toes and feet are gross. Feet are disgusting. So. I, I'm a 13 wide. So we got something going here. It's yeah, all okay. good. Yeah. Oh, now we're back to the socks out real quick. This is a very important thing. What is, is it sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or sock, shoe, sock, shoe? Sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Okay, yeah. I don't think, I don't remember if I'm, I think I'm kind of indifferent about it. Um, I think I am sock, shoe, sock, shoe, though. Like, it's fine. As long as you're not trying to do shoe sock, then I think you'll be okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. Thank you guys for hanging out here, out here uh, a little bit early with us. Bubba has uh, put the smack down, similar to a uh, certain Guardians player did on a White Sox player, to his internet company because, Bubba, well, you were... You were internetless. What did you do for 24 hours? Bubba had no internet for 24 hours. You were living in the Stone Age. What did you do? Yeah, I already live out in the sticks. So without the internet, the phones don't really work either. So it's a, it's a rough go. So we went to the local establishment for the evening, um, had some times there, and I actually read part of a book. Well, I don't do that very often. but really? that's about. I, I might as well have lit a candle like I was in the Stone Age and read a book, but I still had power. It was, it was a rough go, very, very rough go on Friday. Bubba's out there making drawings like this bicycle could have wings and I, I could be rich and I could start I, I, I could I fly I reenacted what was going to happen the next night in Cleveland on the wall <laughs> and it so, worked out so all right so let's get into the stuff and things we're going to talk to you about a lot of the performances over the weekend we've got your prize picks going in here because leading off is brought to you by prize picks you guys know that use that promo code leading off which we'll tell you about here in just a little bit but Tim Anderson got knocked into the multiverse. Do you remember that scene? If anybody watched um, uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, where like Wanda was able to transform her body into another multiverse Wanda, like that multiverse Tim Anderson felt that knock that Jose uh, uh, Jose Ramirez did on him over the weekend. Big old brawl. Uh, did you see the comments by Jose Ramirez too, by the way, that like it was stemming from the disrespect of the game? I mean, Tim yeah. Anderson, if you don't know, is relatively disrespectful, you know, like in life, like having a second family against his first family and stuff like that. But also, I guess, baseball. And it was I think this was just like the 
straw that broke the camel's yeah, back. It was the accumulation of like, apparently a lot of stuff that we haven't been privy to between these two because and like yeah. and dude, Tim got up and he just like he he was ready. He's like, let's go without hesitation. And you know, as would be said from Friday, man, you got knocked out. He yep. got knocked out and he was stumbling and all bumbly down there. And it came out that uh, they're both going to be serving a multi-game suspension. I'm going to present something to everybody real quick. It might scare you because, as you know, Joe has talked about the um, AI initiative that goes on at Fantasy Pros. Now, the only mistake I made here was I didn't get this to Ethan so we could have proper, proper sizes. But you're going to have to follow me. But I went into the Fantasy Pros AI bot and I said, reenact me an image of Tim Anderson and Jose Ramirez fighting AI. And these are the images. It's going to be bad audio, but we can kind of um, try to represent them. This is the, let's see, this is the first one here. So you're, you got, we're going to get a little naked here, Bubba. So everybody on the sides, you're going to get a little bit naked. So there you go. There's the first one. Um, the scariest part is their arms have armed <laughs> into each other for AI. If you zoom in there, their arms are arming into each other. But this is the first image that it came out with. Pretty generic. I don't know what that symbol is. Looks like a butterfly on Jose. I'm assuming the right is Jose Ramirez. I'm assuming so, yes, because he's the one that looks like he's landing the arm into the arm punch. Exactly. Now, this is the scarier one. This is AI version two, if you want to have nightmares. And this is... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Jose Ramirez. This, uh, this turned away from the Jake Paul, Nate Diaz fight, and this turned into MMA. Uh, wow. Jose Ramirez's leg is melting into Tim Anderson somehow. And they're grabbing that, onto folks. each other. And they're also off the ground, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's straight up his multiverse now. We, we are watching an, uh, the new, new Doctor Strange in front of us. I feel like this one is definitely in, like, in like Earth 616. This yeah. is definitely Tim Anderson, and uh, they're just melting into each other. And this was AI's, uh, that was AI's take on, uh, on the fight. So uh, when, any other thoughts? It, and people that think AI is going to take over the world, that just shows you it's not. So we, we are good there. But thoughts were... I. I don't like I don't I'm not a fan of like let's have fights everywhere but hey if you're gonna fight make it happen and that was amazing the, like I had a tweet I just kept watching it Eloy gets hurt during the fight which is just typical oh my Eloy. god I saw that uh, like like he was like limping off there's a there's so like a good. backspan so video and yep. everyone's doing stuff and all you see in the top right is Eloy on one leg limping yep. out and you're like come on man but one of my biggest takeaways and I'm also kind of biased because I love this player but Josh Naylor's out three to six weeks with an oblique injury. He was the first one in there with his arm cocked, ready to go if Tim Anderson somehow popped up. I'm like, how in the world? That's the guy I want in my corner. That's all I'll I tell, know. <laughs> I will tell you what, though. It was pretty amazing to see, like, a moment, too, where I think, um, like Mel was saying, the ump just, like, moved away. You know how they, like, everybody gets very serious? The ump was just, like, he moved out like it was a hockey fight. And those two had about... Four seconds where it was just both of them got a couple swings, people grabbed them, and then Jose Ramirez got the shot heard around the world. And Tim Anderson, like I said, is still really from Tim. Also took to Twitter and then deleted all of his tweets because yeah, they had him in the feelings and stuff. stuff too. Yeah, it's it was a very very weird situation. All of this to kind of come back around and say the disaster from a fantasy perspective that Tim Anderson has been this year, I think is exacerbated and. I think you could legit justify just making moves elsewhere. I, I don't know. Obviously, this can motivate players and stuff like that. But between the suspension and some of the chaos that's going on, I'm just not sure that 
you need to stick around, especially with some of the, you're going to get a lot of call-ups that are going to be coming up soon, especially in September that, I mean, I haven't looked. Have you looked at Tim Anderson's numbers lately? He has one home run. He's been knocked out as much as he's gone deep. It's been great. <laughs> Taking as many punches as he has mm -hmm. homers. But like, uh, let's see overall stats real quick. If we could move on. He's hitting for an okay average, not stealing a bunch. Like he's just blah. He's blah as blah. Like, yeah, 244. Davis, yeah, Schneider's better than him. 244, uh, highest strikeout percent. Well, it's not that high, but it's 21%. One homer, uh, 19 RBI. Yeah, you can cut bait, man. You can get cut bait. You can cut bait for sure. We do need to see an Odor versus Jose Ramirez in the future. You know, yeah, that'll, like that'll happen. You know, the celebrity boxing. Some, I guarantee you Odor needs some cash. So th this will happen. Remember the... Um, what was it? Celeb the the clay fighters. What was that? That called? was the best dude on MTV. Oh, what yeah, was what was that? that? Celebrity uh, deathmatch. Celebrity deathmatch. It was match. the That's best. Right. Yeah, the, that was amazing. Oh, we so need good. a baseball version. They need that. to bring that back. Period. Just in general, just bring that back, please. Yeah, we just need someone like really talented with that type of skill. You know, that can go out there and that can like put them together and just do baseball versions because we don't want this. Like this is this is horrifying. No, his no, leg, we don't need that. We need the real deal. Yeah, yeah, and his leg is like broke. It almost it looks like a deer. Like Jose Ramirez turned into a deer in their arm. He looks are... like he's got a wooden pirate leg trying to kick him in the stomach. Yeah, it's weird. And like, and the the reason that you know it's AI too is Tim Anderson uh, looks like he's actually uh, getting a punch in. So yeah, that's let, true. I don't think that's uh, very realistic. So that was the big fun from the weekend. Uh, fantasy implications. I think it just reminded me of like Tim Anderson is kind of eh. Uh, how about this? Brought in for a one-run lead in the ninth. Finally, Diamondbacks Paul Sewalt gives up the tying and walk-off homers in the Twins on Sunday. Did not retire a batter, gave up three runs. By the way, the Diamondbacks gave up three pieces to lose all of their games and a pretty shaky start here. Paul Sewalt actually went from like a good closer to now there are no opportunities because they, the Diamondbacks, are bad. He, it is rubbed off on him and... They never have save opportunities, Bubba. So Paul Seawald, uh, kind of a disaster right now. Looks uh, hilariously stupid. People were apologizing about making any tweets to me this weekend, too, because of how painful it was to look at. Yeah, that was a rough uh, appearance for the save, one would say, for Seawald. They only played five games this week, so it even makes it like to even start Seawald in a, in, a, in a weekly league. Um, D-backs, you, you, I'll tell you, you know. It's, it's, gotta, it's time to, you know, Esther, get off the pot here pretty quick. So, um, and Seawall is supposed to be the guy that made it happen. It's, it's not good. Not good, Bob. Yeah. And I'm trying to look, I didn't look ahead of the, they got the Dodgers. Um, yeah, for two. you know what? I would, I don't think I would start him in a weekly. Oh, league I, benched I know him that's in my crazy. Week, my weekly leagues. I benched him. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're in a situation where it's like, that's your RP and you don't have any other good options, which is very likely then you can. But if you have options, I don't want, I don't know who the back half of the week is. I guess it could look like Friday because he's got the Dodgers up early. So that should be zero opportunities or even better. They'll throw him in an opportunity. That's not a safe situation. And then they got the Padres. That's an awful week for the Diamondbacks. Yeah. They might that's win one rough. game. Real rough. Yeah. So there's not going to be a lot of opportunities. So it's looking pretty bad there. Uh, CJ Abrams this weekend electric that's uh how roto world yeah. even put it four for five homer two steals sunday's win since july started coming into sunday a 302 batting average with three homers 16 steals in 29 games which is bonkers i ask you how far up has cj abrams brought his value because it's like a it's a no-brainer that you know he's the guy you start him you feel great um weekly leagues you don't even think twice about it but i think his value has like exponentially changed with the turnover he's had in production yeah, it's been tremendous. Uh, we knew the speed was there. I was talking about him preseason as a guy that 
I liked as a value just because he's finally on a team that's going to let him play every day. They have no reason not to play him. He's still like, what, 22 or something? Yeah. We're, we're, we're trying to write him off because of a bad kind of couple short stints in San Diego. He's starting to show his talent. He's getting comfortable. I think the power's better than we thought it would be, at least for me. You're the prospect guy. Maybe I'm wrong there. But the speed was legit. Um, the Nats are also playing better, which is helping the run production a ton. I think they're playing better than people think. So I'm a big fan of C.J. Abrams. I think he moves into that Thyro Estrada discussion next year where we kind of had it this past year, whereas he worth like a top, you know, 120 pick. He might even keeps doing this. He might be like a 75 to 100 pick uh, just because speed I, I think speed. he's a, I think he's a top 75 pick. He's going to go 1530 this year. Uh, the barrel percentage has tripled, and he's well, moving into that. We're talking Bo Bichette at that pace. No, kidding. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I mean, statistically, that yeah, would actually be a funny, like, you know, old yeah. school ITL player debate is go back and look. But um you know that four percent range is kind of that like what are we doing here but he's got it up to six he's got a max ev of 112 just you know showing the ability yep. to tap into it launch angle's gone up uh the hard hit has gone up he just looks good he looks solid i think it's a big change this is a guy I would love to trade for going into next year just i know it's a little dependent because it's tough because he's hot right now i would love to get him going into next season especially if i am a rebuilding team i would be willing to sell out a little bit more some of you guys play in like contract leagues if someone's trying to go all in i got my Otno league i have cj abrams because i was a super smart drafter this year i got everybody in every trade trying to send me trying to get abrams but like you know, can I take on a forty-eight dollar Juan Soto that I won't keep to to go for it to trade my Abrams right now? Who's two bucks? No, no, no. I can't. No, not, a and I not a chance. No, and I can't pull the trigger on that one. Uh, Gary Sanchez, couple homers over the weekend. Had one, I think, on Sunday. Two on Friday. Now it's five homers over the last week, including three this weekend. Fifteen homers since May thirty-first. Most of any primary catcher, and tied for sixth most of any catcher just in general so uh, the average absolutely stinks your thoughts do you think i mean the power is there but the batting average is absolute sink rest of season comfortable top 12 catcher no doubt or is there a question there's always question with gary sanchez i'll say that much just to be open and honest about it but i think he could be because because of the power production that he's providing we always know he's an average sinkhole we know that for a fact the only reason why I say maybe is, you know, I was just perusing the waiver wire for stuff this past weekend. You got Freddie Furman from Kansas City's playing great. Uh, Campy Sano's not bad, so it just depends on how that playing time shakes out in San Diego. There's a slew of catchers that are available out there that can make a push in the last two months. But for Gary, I'd say top 12. Uh, I think it's very, very in play for him. It's right there. We talked about it on uh, on CBS last week. It was like Yanir Diaz. Like, I'd, Yanir I Diaz at a homer. Diaz. He's, yeah, I, I would like Diaz. to. I think the the key thing I would point back out is when you're on that back half of the catchers, I think in most like standard leagues, there's enough guys that are this big uh, mush. They're all the same that you could ride a hot hand. So if you want yep. the homer chase, Sanchez is great. Yanier, I think you can chase for average. If they lose it, you just go pick up the next guy. Uh, BT, or I'm sorry, E Week asked um, Sanchez or no. Cal Raleigh. No, you, you take, oh, you take Cal Raleigh for me. I think okay. just because the biggest thing is you you're locked into his playing time where Sanchez still could split a lot. Yeah. Uh, Yuri Perez going to return to the Marlins starting rotation here on Monday against the Reds. Um, so far this season, it's been great. Two, three, six ERA, 1.09 whip in 11 starts. He's an absolute must start rest of season. There's really no analysis to go through. You just got to get him out there. I would be trying to get plays. Uh, actually, a betting play we're going to talk about here in a little bit is on him. And Chris Sale. 
Fired off four and one-third scoreless innings and in a rehab start on AAA, which is great. This was on Sunday. Struck out seven, walked none, allowed three hits over 53 pitches. And he is eligible to return on Thursday. So the question is, Bubba, I, we could obviously talk about it on Wednesday, but I'll ask you right now, are you comfortable, especially in a weekly league? You'd have to throw him out right now. Would you be throwing him out? Are you going to wait it out for, uh, you know, starting these guys like off of injury is kind of blah. It is very tricky coming off of injuries, but most of your teams are handling a lot of injuries right now. So if you have a better option, yeah, you can re- wait on sale, but I, I'd probably be, I, I'm like 80% leaning starting sale. Let's put it that way. Like, would you start Brandon Fott, who's probably going to have the Dodgers or uh, Chris Sale? That's a good one. Uh, that's why you do this for a living. Um, <laughs> I'll take sale. What's a matchup? Who are they playing? Uh, I can here. find that out for you here real quick. Yeah, if he um, goes Thursday, if he if he comes off the IL on Thursday, that would put him up against the Royals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I'm that's sorry. why you take you kind of take that one. It looks like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would bench. I would bench fought in this garbage week for a guy. And like it's a great. Man. It's a great because I have fought going in a lot of places. So that's a. I just don't have sale, but that's a very. Very interesting deal. Like, like Rotowire has their daily uh, pitching matchup. She's not even on the list yet because it's still up in the air. So it's a tough. That's yeah. the other part. Is like, what if for some reason, like, oh, no, we're gonna like wait a little bit longer, and then you don't even get to use them this week. Yeah, which would be blah. Yeah, that's a possibility. That's a danger that you've got here. A uh, little rookie looky action. Davis Snyder continued a strong, strong debut, going four for five with a homer, four RBI on Sunday against Boston. Twenty four, uh, twenty four year old. Now, over three games, 692 with two homers. He was hitting 275 in AAA. He had 21 homers and nine steals in 81 games. I, 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 this is messy. I did it, man. People like, someone asked me like right off the bat, hey, what's up with this David Schneider? I'm like, don't worry about it. Yeah, because he's kind of like a AAA-ish, decent season, but I'm not going nuts about it. And he's absolutely gone bonkers. So much so, this was from Sarah Langs. David Snyder's nine hits are tied with Coker Triplet from 1938 for the most in a player's first three game, three career games since 1901. So little bit of business going on here. It's obviously going to offer him more playing time. So right here, uh, Anthony had asked Jake Bowers tonight, who to pick up or put a waiver claim in for Snyder for Tuesday. So maybe this will kind of set the stage here. Is Really, is Snyder someone of interest for you? Well, I picked him up everywhere because I need middle infield help uh, in most of my leagues. So I grabbed Schneider everywhere I could. And looking through NFBC last night, the bids were all over the board. So it just depended on your league. But I'm adventurous. I'm not naive and thinking he's hit 692 the entire season. But, you know, 21 homers, nine steals in the minors. And they're going to play him every day with Whit Merrifield going to left. I'll take my chances on Schneider, yeah. Yeah, this is the type of year, the big thing I can tell you is if, if – there are clear guys that you would move. Use the hot hands. You know, That's what I'm doing. I don't it's hot hands. Yeah, I don't think David Snyder long term is going to be like a thing. I could be completely wrong, but if you have got these big empty holes here, go and fill it right now because this is the time of year where you just got to have like a quicker, uh, you know, a, a quicker. Um, Clear to the gun is what you would be. Just boom, boom, boom. Cut this guy okay. You know, just be able to move through these players a little bit more, especially in redraft here. A couple others. Rangers are expected to promote Jonathan Ornelas from AAA Round Rock after uh, Josh Young suffered a fractured thumb on Sunday. He's going to miss some time. Hitting 250, five homers. I've seen Ornelas for years and years and years. He can play lots of different positions. So um, it'll it'll be interesting to see how much playing time they give him. I kind of would put this. Yeah, quick trigger. Thank you, Fred. That's what I was trying to say. Like 
I think this is kind of in the David Schneider range, you know, Ornelas, I think has a little bit, maybe even a little bit more pop. So you can keep an eye on it, but I'm not jumping to the wire. Like Michael S. Schneider, new, it's, it's, I mean, new bar, new bars had a top 10 war over the last 30 days. It's easily a new bar. Yeah. A hundred percent. And uh, also Zach Geloff three for four this weekend with a double two run scored hitting two sixty with five homers, eight RBI and six stolen bases and under 20 games played so far in the majors. That's a guy I have more interest in than Ornelas or Davis Snyder is Zach Geloff. So if he's sitting out there, I'd be looking other injuries, Joe Musgrove, right shoulder inflammation going to be shut down for three weeks. Uh, stop me. If you've heard this before, Byron Buxton is back on the IL. Mm-hmm. Jake Fraley going to the Iowa with a fractured toe. I feel that. Josh Naylor with an oblique injury, going to be out three to six weeks, even though you said he was out there trying to get some punches <laughs> in, dude. Amazing. Just like wham, wham. Like, what are we doing, man? Uh, Carlos Redon left his Sunday start with hamstring tightness. That's not good. Tyler Glass now was scratched from Sunday with back spasms, though they did say that they feel confident he'll be able to, like, lock back into his next start. And uh, I think... We are setting up for the worst of worst news. Yes. Shane McClanahan 100%. is meeting with team specialists for a second opinion on his forearm tightness. He's flying out to California. Now, I don't want to be an alarmist, but this is going to be a bad injury. His season's done in my mind, and I think next season is in question with going for second. Literally, 85%. It's yep. always bad second opinion. The second opinion always equates to bad. This whole thing's been bad. He had the first MRI and the the rage like we have our diagnosis. He's going back to Florida for testing. Now he's going to California. When you need this many tests, no, not a good thing. No, it's bad. It's really bad. I, I'm if it's not great, but you know what? Tag me at me. Just brace for the worst right now. That's all we're saying. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna poke Eno too to like talk with uh, dig into the race thing the race injury oh, between nuts. glass it's now nuts, man. and and springs and rasmussen and now there's got to be something there has well to i've been be saying one thing here. that makes me curious is they've like they said it forever they have like an 80 pitch limit on their staff outside of mcclanahan and all these guys like are they just going as hard as they can for 80 pitches and maybe that's the problem like what are we doing here yeah i don't know i mean we did see that uh, when mcclanahan got hurt he had added like two miles an hour velo on his uh, slider so that could be something with it. I, I don't know what it is. There's there's something in the air there, and I don't like it whatsoever. Uh, this was, I, mean, I put this in our J Joe's Tough Guys, Welsh's Just Ken section, but uh, just throwing it out there, I thought this was great. Trey Turner, who has been hitting sub 240, does have 11 homers and 21 stolen bases. I will point out is being outproduced in fantasy by CJ Abrams. He has 27 stolen bases. I think the same amount of homers, but it's been a bad, uh, it's been a bad go for Trey Turner this weekend. He picked it back up had four hits. He had a homer on Saturday four RBI. The coolest thing about it. And I, I wish I could have pulled the art for it, but the crowd like just cheered him the most anti Philly thing you ever see. Philly's yep. always like throwing batteries at people and they're just like, they're just awful. And they got and rallied behind Trey Turner. He hits a homer. Everyone freaks out. I don't know if you saw this. Trey Turner then took out a billboard in Philly just saying, thank you, Philly, with him on it. And that was pretty cool. That was like kind of a cool thing for I like when players connect that much. You know, the last thing we had with a player in Philly was Alec Bohm being like, I hate this place. And yeah. Trey Turner's out there going, pushing through and buying billboards, you know, to tell people thank you. Yeah, I think the Philly fans are going to love Trey, obviously. And, it's, you know, year one of a big contract. Don't be shocked if you're choosing pretty good for Trey. That's all I'm going to say. So just yeah. enjoy it, people. 
Yeah, Dan said, uh, by the way, sucks because he wanted to drop Charlie Morton, but you need to replace McClanahan too. Yeah, I'm not. If you have McClanahan, hold tight on everything unless there's a really good arm out there and you can try to make the move. But because you're going to be making some moves soon, unfortunately, yep. which is me too. Uh, three up and three down. Chase Silseth went seven, struck out 12, gave up two earned runs. I'm also going to put in the other guy, Bryce Miller. Same game, went five, struck out 10, 22 strikeouts. But check this out, Bubba. 43 swinging strikes between these two players in this game. 21 from Silseth, 22 from Bryce Miller. May I present to you, if you are about to lose or own Shane McClanahan, go pick up Shane Sil or Chase Silseth right now. That would be someone I would take a look at. Strikeouts are getting up, putting up some deeper, deeper uh, performances. But what say you about Silseth? Do you think that's a decent option? I absolutely love Silseth. He's changed his pitch mix over his last three starts. Uh, he has like 26 Ks over 19 innings or something like that. The dude's been ridiculous. The thing I was even tweeting about it on Sunday after his performance, I said, how can the Angels have a six-man rotation not have him locked into the rotation? He's like filling in for Canning, and Canning's supposed to be back. So he's technically doesn't even have a start this week unless they start moving pieces, which I hope they do because he's that darn good. So I would get so set in a hurry if I was you. I'm 100% with you on that one. I would, especially if I'm in this situation with um, with Shane McClanahan. This is one. He has got a better expected ERA than his 372, which is very positive. His strikeouts are pushing 30% at 27. Um, good, he's stacking good performances. This is a guy that, I, regardless if I had McClanahan issue or not, I would pick him up. He's, he's he should be one of your top priorities for sure. Yeah, I think he really should. Uh, Bryce Miller, like I said, also pretty great. Jake Myers, two homers, six RBI on the down. Riley Green, 0 for 5 with four strikeouts. Uh, good old Dick Mountain, three and one third, six earned run for uh, Rich National Hill. television. Not great. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't show that on television. Yeah. And Chris Murphy, two and one third, six earned runs. Uh, some no bueno performances on the down, but we can get through it. How can we get through it? With our buddies over at Price Picks. That's right, Price Picks, because that is who is sponsoring Leading Off. Use the promo code Leading Off. Get a 100% match up to 100 bucks. You guys can play in all of their awesome things that we play right here. Two, three, four, five. Stack them up however you want to do it. You're getting player performances to win big bucks. They've got their awesome, uh, what was it, the hot dog? I think it's like the taco things where they bring down Tacos. the stats. We've yep. been doing it all season. It's never too late. It's a great way to uh, continue the fantasy fun, even if you're out of the playoffs or something like that. You know, if you're kind of getting out, you're trying to get going, you want to, you want to keep locked in. It's always a, um, something I would suggest to everybody for fantasy, as hard as it is sometimes. Keep locked in so you don't lose track of the players. A great way to do that is with prize picks. So, Bubba, what do you got going today for your prize picks? Uh, Drew Smiley over four and a half Ks. He might come up as the bulk reliever, which makes it a little more interesting. But he's get, he gives up runs in bunches, but strikes out a ton as well. And the Mets are striking out almost 27% versus lefties of late. So, Smiley, keep rolling with Christian Yelich over eight and a half. Uh, fantasy points go, going up in a, in a great matchup today. And then the Braves are going to go to town against Osvaldo Beto. Uh, give me Matt Olson over nine fantasy points. Yeah. Uh, okay. So for my, uh, I actually went with like all pitchers. I decided to do an all pitcher fantasy score play this because I like these three. I went Dane Dunning, 33 and a half. Dane Dunning, his strikeout prop up to five and a half. If you guys don't pay attention, Nuts. it's at three and a half always. So he has been playing up 33 and a half 
for him with the Rangers. I've got Pablo Lopez fantasy score 36 and a half and Brandon Bayo 30 and a half. All good matchups here. I think I've attacked the A's, the Tigers and the Royals with my pitchers today. So Smart you can kind of see what my logic is over on the betting side. Speaking of Atlanta, I've got a three team money parlay that I placed last night. So here it is. Atlanta money line, Texas money line, and then Going with my pitcher, this is the same, you know, trying to get most of the same crew for some of my price picks. I'm taking Minnesota first five money line. I'd be totally fine if you want to take the full game. I'm just taking the first five on Pablo Lopez. So it's first five money line, Minnesota, Texas, Atlanta money line, smush it all together. Get a little bit more than two to one on your money. That's my parlay for the day. Freddie Peralta strikeouts. I just am not, I can't feel it. It's eight and a half to minus 135. It's against a great matchup for strikeouts, but no, I don't see us getting there. I know he just had a big performance. I'm playing the under, and then I'm also backing Yuri Perez uh, minus a half a run or minus in favor of a run through the first five. They'll be up by one, minus 115. Marlins up through the first five is what my bet is. What do you got? I got uh, Chicago Cubs first five plus a half. Um, at plus 105, it's kind of it's been juiced up a bit since I put this in this morning. Uh, but going up against um, Kota Singa and company, I think it's at least a tie game. The, the Cubs are the best team in baseball right now over the last week, at least. So that's pretty wild. Uh, I'll take the Giants first five minus 120 with Logan Webb going against Patrick Sandoval. I like my chances there. And then I'm going to take just the positive value here on Ellie Day of the Cruz over one and a half total bases at plus 125. Yes, I love Yuri Perez. I also don't like the Miami bullpen. It's Great American Small Park. Like, uh, Elliot of the Cruz could turn a single into a double. I know he's striking out a ton and struggling. I get it. But to get plus money on a guy like that, I'll take my chances in Great American Small Park all day. All right. I like those. Uh, Huey asked, would you rather Silseth or Grayson Rodriguez? Still Grayson. It's Grayson because he does a locked and roll for one. Yeah. And then Mike asked about uh, Geloff. Rewind a little bit. Adam. Just talked about Adam. Just Adam. Yeah, and, uh, yeah absolutely. And, and Adam. Yeah. Uh, DFS real quick. What do you got on the DFS slate today? It's an eight-game slate starting at 7.05 uh, p.m. Eastern. A lot of high-priced pitchers. you got Spencer Strider versus Pittsburgh for 12.8. Obviously yeah. great. Garrett Cole, though, at 11.3 against the White Sox. I love saving 1500 bucks and getting some Garrett Cole. Uh, if you want some value, you mentioned Dane Dunning earlier. Great spot there versus Oakland. Uh, I think um, Cole Reagans, though, against Boston at 5.2K. Boston's not bad, but a good value if you want to punt the pitching position. Uh, stacking it up, Milwaukee versus Peter Lambert. Just keep attacking Colorado pitching. That's simple. Uh, Texas versus Ken Waldachuk is an amazing spot, obviously. And then, yeah, Atlanta versus Osvaldo Beto. So simple ones there. And then some value. We heard about Jake Myers earlier in the show, or Jake Bowers, I mean. He's crushing it. He's 2.6K versus Cease. He's first base outfit eligible, so that's a great value. And then the chalkiest value you'll see on the day, and it's worth it, David Schneider, 2.7K against Gavin Williams. So just take that and run with it. Mm, Gavin might be a little tough matchup. On the homers today, Going to back Pete Alonzo. I'm going uh, PDP, PD Tanks here for my home run call. Who do you got? I'm going Jorge Soler against Brandon Williamson. Soler loves him. Some left-handed pitching. You combo that with Great American Small Park. Let's go. We got the board here. Uh, the board does not show me, but it does show Blue Harvest has taken a commanding resounding lead. Commandingly Five homers, number one, 45 homers. J.J. Tater's down at 40. Razor Ramon, 39. Wonky is still on there. I think I got to 30 or 31 this weekend. It is ironic that, uh, you know, we are seeing a five-homer lead, and today is the day 
that I am going to be stepping out right after this. I'm going to quickly get the pot up for everybody, and I'm cruising out to go uh, see Corbin Carroll and see that helmet get signed. And haven't decided. I don't know. I might bring it back with me, though I do not want to ship it. So maybe we'll keep it with uh, Dennis Sidler. I don't know. But that's getting signed, and Blue Harvester is going bonkers. But mm-hmm. you guys want to take part in this for next year and this year for any of the awesome stuff, make sure you go check out Fantasy Pros on the Discord. Get a premium account. Get locked in. You guys can hang with us. You can take part. That's how we do the home run contest. But that's it, man. That was an easy show. We're kind of burning through. No crazy, crazy extra time because, like I said, I am episode up, um, bailing out. Hopefully, you know, don't creep uh, Corbin Carroll out. I'm just sitting back there. I'm like, I believed in you all year, man. I believe you're my guy. I was always saying you were going to be good. I got to not do all that. (laughs) You're my boy, Corbin. You're my boy. (laughs) I had to just like try to be normal and like chill. But uh, I picture picture you walk up to it with the gift with like the pimp with the hat and the cane. What's up, Corbin? What's up, Corbin? (laughs) What's up, my man? Let's go. We did it. We did it. it You, me, we did it, Corbin. We did big things this year. That's right. We dab it up. I might do that. Uh, We'll see what happens. I'll see if I can get some videos and pictures. Again, if you tuned in late, apologies. It's early. That is the reason. Thank you guys for doing it, though. We are back to normal time. Everything is back to normal on Wednesday, so no worries at all. Me and Bubba out here to break it all down. We got you. So thank you guys for hanging out with us. Right here on Leading Off, for Bubba, I'm Welsh. Peace, my friends. Goodbye. Bam! Bam, 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 bam! Bam, bam! Oh, it's an end. Bam! Bam, bam, bam! <laughs>